Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we can discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Here are your hosts, Andy Summers, TTM Troy, Chase and Inc., Mike the Godfather, and yours truly, Zane Savage. Let's start off with TTMs of the week, and we picked a nice winner here. We have Taylor with the TTM of Donald Holmquist. Donald Holmquist, he is an astronaut. Um, pretty rare thing to get back. I think he only had five returns on Star Tiger. So you can see that here. So thank you for entering Taylor. You won this uh, show this week. And you'll be entered to win the grand prize. I want to remind everybody what that includes. That includes a autograph from Wayne Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Nolan Ryan, Joe Namath, Sally Ride, Jim Irwin, Daniel Radcliffe, Brian Cranston, and Bart Starr. So if you're interested in winning those, please send your entries in. Remember, the TTM must fall in between the two weeks in, in between the shows. And if you win one week, you can't enter the next show. You have to take one show off, and then you can enter again. Those are the rules. Um, let's go ahead and move on to returns. Mikey. Okie dokie. Uh, got a few things in. One purchase that I can't show you. All I can show you is this. I don't know if you can read that address. Hank Aaron. That is Hank Aaron. Um, this is a TTM from 1983. Actually, three cards. Um, got a smoking deal because I did my research and I thought they were good enough to buy. And they've already gone off to our friend Garrett over at Slab City. So we will see if I can get a big return on my investment. Nice. So that was my purchase. Uh, let's go on to returns. Had a nice week. Uh, jumped on the Harold Baines train. Nice awesome. Rangers card for Mr. Chase and Inc. down there. Is he not doing inscriptions, TTM? Yeah. Um, I think if you include a donation, he'll put the Hall of Fame. I did not. <laughs> um, he signed two. Um, found a couple old Mariners cards. Danny the Bull, Tartable. I always loved the rated rookies, but in his Mariners uniform, so that's pretty awesome. The old school Mariners. And this one I was super excited about. Pete Jokovic. And it has, let's see, it's signed in pen. You can barely see it if it focuses. And it has nothing to do with his playing career. I think he won the Cy Young, had a, had a decent career, but I could care less. What I got it for is he played Clue Haywood in uh, the Major League movies. So he is a notorious, horrible signer. He hates autographs. Like he will throw your stuff away and you'll never see it again. Mm, so, not peace. Not peace. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I was stoked to get that. Um, actually got another tough signer because he doesn't sign these days. Coach Lou Holtz. Signed one. And two. 
Fun fact, I actually bought a bunch of Lou Holtz autographs about five years ago because I'm like, man, he's super old. He can't last that long. These are going to go up in price real soon. Yeah, he's still kicking, guys. Yeah, still <laughs> still kicking. Actually lives down here in Orlando, so uh, played the played the local card on him. Uh, this was a retry. Found these old photos from 2018. This is Colonel Rob Parga, WCW manager back there. Cool shot with Vader and Sid. Also played Tennessee Lee, manager for Jeff Jarrett. And here's a Colonel Rob Parker with a haired Steve Austin. You wow. don't see that very often. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, signing one of three. This was also from 2018. This was just out a long time. Uh, Lily James signed the Cinderella. Uh, I was trying to get her on Downtown Abbey. Did not sign that one, but that's all right. This one, found some old cards, been sending cards out. Uncle Ted, Ted Nugent, Cat Scratch Fever. This one looks a lot better. And I sent this one. I am the least political person there is, but I know people will buy this. So yep. this one will go for autographs for a cure. Again, no political comments, but... Sometimes you got to look that way because that stuff sells. Yep. Uh, last one that I got in, this was a private address and also a retry. Found these photos in an old box from 2018. Uh, if you guys ever play online poker or watch World Series of Poker, Chris Moneymaker. <laughs> Sign that one. Sign that one. That one, and he agreed to sign some eight by tens if I want to send to him. Again, this is just the RSVP card. If they wish to sign, uh, if they want to make a donation, or they can, re uh, what I say, respectfully decline. And then I ask him to sign it. So get another autograph out of it. <laughs> um, that beast. Yeah, <laughs> that is it for my returns uh, on Detroit. All right. Well, I had a an okay couple of weeks here. So um, first off, well, actually, there's two pretty long returns. So um, I got two of two from Joe Oliver, and we need Archer to say for the set or something, but he's not he's not around. But uh, these were 862 days, so don't know where those were hanging out. Um, and then uh, a rare, you can barely see it on here, uh, Buck Williams, a rare for me, basketball, the set. Uh, that was 800 days, so oh, wow. two 800-plus days. Makes you go, huh. <laughs> and then let's just skip to these. Uh, Harold Baines, these were actually sent uh, 400 and 100 days ago, so these were old old returns, different pens there, one black and one blue. The guys are running and, it. Like their pens are running out because they're signing so much. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and then just a few oddities. So I got uh, Turk Wendell on uh, these next two cards are ones that Zombie Collector on YouTube had sent me. Did he uh, color the corner? No. Turk Wendell, that's what he's notorious. He always colors the lower right-hand corner. Check the back corner too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh -uh. He colors them in. No, interesting. I, I did not know that. Yes. 
Um, He's an oddball guy, so yeah. that's what he does. <laughs> uh, Jake Westbrook signed his pre-signed card. He has kind of a cool signature there, kind of all on the line. Johnny Damon a little bit. Uh, Brett Barbary. I don't know him from anybody, really. Yeah, no. uh, I know. That's when I grew <laughs> up. Was that time, and I don't remember him playing. <laughs> yeah, he was like I had he him was in the like clubhouse. A, yeah, he, so I, I I'm familiar with Brett. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, that's cool. If he got um, 150 at bats, yeah, he was lucky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sent in number two with a donation to uh, Dick Perez to sign his uh, uh, Willie Stargell piece, since I can't get Willie Stargell to sign it. <laughs> and, and on the topic of Dick Perez, I checked out his website. He's got very decent priced artwork you can get from Dick, uh, original artwork. Um, and he's getting up there in age. So that would be a pretty good investment if you guys are looking for something to buy, hang on your wall, especially if like one of your favorite players. He has a lot of Hall of Famers, some modern, but mostly Hall of Famers. You know, he's the guy that did the Perez Steel cards. Um, half of the Diamond, team, Diamond Kings, Diamond Kings, right. like that's some great stuff. If you guys can get original art from him, I think two hundred. I saw some for two hundred, um, and I think some are even cheaper, some uh, like pencil sketches. So, hmm. just a recommendation if you're looking to invest some money into something that's something pretty yeah. solid. And I, like I said, I sent five bucks because I had just sent to him and I forgot about that card. So yeah, he took he took the money. So. He's a good guy. Um. And then some basketball. These are 1990 Fleers that I picked up at Nationals for the heck of it. So, uh, Mark Eaton, uh, Dan Majorly, 2-2. Another Harold, Harold Presley. Joe Klein. The signatures pop pretty well on that white. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good... Seriously, but I bought a whole box and the tons of dupes. So I didn't even see how many cards were in the set, but they used to sort cards many. like back in the yeah. day, they used to do cards very weird. Like you get a bunch, if you do, if you bought a box, it was like, like half the set and like all dupes. It was weird like that. Um, and then uh final one, Michael Gaminski. I think this one came in today. So or these two so cool so getting some basketball in i I have to make a new thing on the website because i don't really have a basketball tab because i never did basketball before what is your website (laughs) you can find that at the end of the show (laughs) how about that (laughs) so three hours from now you guys will find it there you go (laughs) um where should we go should we go down to to andy go for it Ah, me sure Let's go for it. Or you want to do rock, paper, scissors with Chase? Or No, I already called it. I'm going. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I found a new private address for the honky-tonk man, but unfortunately he sent back saying he's charging five bucks per signature now, which I've gone in the past, and but I guess he wants his five bucks now, which is I probably will be sending those back to him. Next, I got a Magic the Gathering card of Miss Carol Haler. She signed one of one, and she sent me a nice little note back thanking me for my ever-so-kind words. Next, NBA Hall of Famer. Again, it's a private address that I just came upon. Uh, Mr. Jerry West signed two of two. Nice. The logo. Yes, which I was really surprised that. I know he does used to sign back in the day. Was 
So it was a nice surprise to see that he's back signing, if you can find him. Next, for the godfather down there, 1980 USA hockey player, Dave Silk signed my puck, which the Sharpie was off and on, so it came out kind of crappy. But Just in a paint pen. I'm an idiot. Yes, I know. Um, but it was that was an old RTS, and I sent it back out to him, and I didn't realize he lived in Massachusetts because he doesn't do any appearances around here, which I thought he would, but he doesn't. Okay. Uh, next, everyone's favorite, Rafael Palmero, signed two of two. Jump on that because he's <laughs> signing for everyone who sends to him. <laughs> Is he still Next. playing in the minors? I saw he was playing for a minor league team there for a while. He, uh, he played, played for like half the season last yeah, year. He, he wanted okay. to play for his son. His son gotcha. was on the team. Gotcha. Okay. I actually got him there too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm just showing this. I got Mickey Lopez. I'm just putting that because he sent the business card because he's a real estate agent now. <laughs> or actually, he's a global real estate advisor. Sorry. Fancy term for him. 1968 rookies, Bill Davis. I found an old box of old cards, and I said, screw it up. Just get these out. Next, AAF card, Nick Novick, the, the kicker. And those, this guy I had sent to about five times, getting RTSs, and I finally came through. JT O'Sullivan, he's uh, quarterback for the 49ers. <laughs> Next, Tom Bernanski, who's always been a great signer. And I ended up getting seven cards back. Nice little stack of them. Um, plus my RTS, I, I sent to him twice, about a year apart. And I guess he saw that the same letter and same envelope. So he sent the back, sent my our, my safe back. So I saved one. Nice. <laughs> uh, Alex, cents. yeah. I appreciate it, you know. Alex Trevino signed three of three. Those were out a couple of years. 49er Chris Borland, who is notorious. He played one year and then retired because he was afraid of future head trauma. And now he's a motivated speaker about that. Everyone's favorite baseball player, Stu Pepper who's not really a baseball player. He is actually an attorney who played in the senior league. And this took a little bit of time to find him. And I found his law firm. So I sent it there. And I, I thought you were going to say it took time to get back. I'm like, what's he doing? Like, <laughs> Well, here's the deal. I sent them three cards. He sent me one. Little, mm. you know. You know, he's got to keep some for himself. Yeah. I was going right. to say, he's probably like, I've never seen these before. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, Next, shown the the Wongons came in, nice. Juan Gonzalez with his new signature. Now, did you prep those finest cards? No, I actually rolled the dice on that. Look how shiny! Like, yeah, you can see that. So I, what's, what's prepping? What's prepping? I, I said, screw it. I just threw it in because that's how lazy I am. Next, um, I got an RTS before because he moved in Florida. Jim Palmer with the donation and the Hall of Fame card. He moved out of his house into an apartment down there. Okay. Uh, don't have to do those. Jose Cruz. Again, got them both on the same day. He sent six cards back, but on two different self-addressed stamped envelopes. So he didn't pull the Bernanski and send me back. He just 
through them in each one. You think that's the difference of like guys reading letters and guys not reading letters? Uh, pro- yeah. Probably yeah. Just signed it through. He didn't read those letters. He just signed it and threw it in. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a couple more here. Mike Sims. This was out about three years. Um, Chase, I don't know if this is a dupe. I don't know if you need them for your set. Uh, I think I do. I'll have to check and see. Let me know. Uh, Steven Bender. or Yeah. Bendar. Sorry. He played young um, Superman in the uh, Superman Returns movie. That's him running along. And two more. Uh, business card from Tori Bruno, who is the CEO of United Launch Alliance. Send me a business card. They're doing the reusable rockets too, but the best thing is, this is why I love it. He sent me a coin, a mission success, one launch at a time. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. I opened it. I got the envelope. It was heavy. And I was like, what the hell is in here? And yeah. <laughs> So, so that got that. through the mail in a one stamper? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's it thing weighs a good amount. And Did you get a postage due stamp on that? No. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't get eat by the machine, man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the last one, I gotta thank Chase for this one. I got one of my play drawings back that's on the cardboard um, comic book from Dick Vermeil. I asked him to put his favorite play, and apparently oh, it's that's cool. yeah. trips right. Ace right, eight thirty nine F flat is his favorite play. The classic. Yeah, I have no clue. I mean, I, this is why I suck at Madden because I can't read any of this. I just <laughs> click on a button and say I'm running this. But um, thanks again, Chase. This came in perfect. Except um, I sent it in the sleeve and he didn't return it because I wanted to store in it. But I guess he wanted to keep it from. You can get it matted. I well, I have about twelve of them out right now, so that's the first one that came back. So gotcha. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with them now. But um, yeah, that's it, and I'll pass it off to uh, Chase. All right, I'll uh, start off with. I took some of my uh, private signings advice <laughs> or off of uh, Facebook again. Uh, just go to Facebook, baseball private signings. I got uh, Ben McDonald. For the set, uh, let's see. Got Texas Ranger Jose Canseco, because you know that's what everybody—he's famous for—is being with the Rangers, <laughs> right? One of team teams. How much was the Canseco private? Uh, ten bucks. Same Dang. as T. And then I got that one. He's signing for cheap, man. He must be in trouble with legal fees or something. And then I got uh, Mitch Williams. Nice. Which I didn't realize this in, you know, that they were going to do it, but on the back of the card, he put his personal uh, little COA, I guess. Mitch Williams has a personal sticker? Wow. Yeah. And Good this job, one, Mitch. I didn't pay for it, but he wrote Wild Thing on the bottom, so that was extra little bonus. And again, they get the little personal. Mitch Williams and Nolan Ryan, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got uh, former All-American girl pro baseball player Joan Berger. Not many of them left. And then she sent uh, sent a little postcard that she signed. So, yeah, if uh, if you're wanting to do that, start that. Well, one, you're late, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's it's not been there's a, only there's only been a, a lot of successes lately from them. Yeah, there's like one guy that's been doing a lot of them, 
And he keeps well, I've been going back through signing. tracking down anybody who's still living that I don't have yet trying to trying to find their addresses. Well, I mean, you think about it, that was during the war, right? So it's right. about the same on the WW2 veterans, which, you know, it's just few and far between these days. And then uh, got some NASA returns. This is uh, Rich Clifford. So, again, photo and then logo. We got Bob Stewart. And then we have Greg Johnson. That one kind of smeared a little in the envelope on the back of this one. but So you're doing um, still glossy photos? You haven't gone matte? No, I've started it, and then, you know, might as well stick with it for the same Okay, collection. Gotcha. gotcha. Don't want to change to make it look different. John Phillips. Yeah, we got we went into a little uh, NASA kick, me and my son. Scott Altman. These are all his, by the way. Between you and Mike, I just I can't believe there's this many astronauts I've never heard of. <laughs> there I looked up on because uh, everyone I got back I tagged on Star Tiger on my NASA list and I've gotten sixty three returns so far. Dang. Michael Coates. And then Jerry uh Leiniger, I think's how you pronounce it. And then this one he signed sideways. And then we got uh under the baseball, we got that card that might look familiar. I think you just saw it a little earlier from Mike there. <laughs> I had to get my Ranger. <laughs> got uh, Bill Wegman. Um, got Jeff Kunkel. And then he threw in some of his little testimonial cards. Rick Honeycutt from a private address I found. Uh, Brad Arnsberg. Uh, the old Oklahoma City 89ers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I work for – they changed over to the Red Hawks this uh, season I started working for them. Yeah. Well, probably a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mirabella, three. Hey, uh, Chase, you've been busy. Dwayne Walker. Like, I got to step up my game. Yeah, man. And then this one I got, uh, thanks to Andy Summers there. Oh, I'm dropping him. <laughs> Drew Stubbs. Let's see. We got uh, Rich Bordy. He signed four. Here's two. You're not only getting, like, you're getting multiples from people. Like, you're getting a good quantity there, too. This one here, uh, I sent off four, and he only returned three, so. Oh, well. you had to, you had to say it. That was uh, how that's Jimmy rude. That's just... <laughs> that one must have like he must have dropped it or something because he was signing for everybody and I don't. Maybe like the car. Yeah. He always he's always signs everything you sent to him. Uh, Dave Schmidt, he's usually takes forever. Got these back pretty quick. I think it was like ten days or so. Uh, got uh, uh Fernando Valenzuela rookie sign, but not by Fernando Valenzuela. It's Jack. I think it's for Conti. I don't know. Fernando used to sign great. Back yeah, when, back he in the was day. a great signer, and then it just stopped. Now, now it's, it's pretty pricey, his stuff is, isn't it? From mm -hmm. what I've seen, his prices have gone up like crazy. 
Well, he was going to do that Chicago show, I think, in beginning of the year before it got canceled. And it was like his first signing outside of L.A. in like 15 years. That's crazy. And, the last and it was huge money for him, Dan too. Feltz. Yeah, that was it. That oh, was okay. Little, oh, Sorry. Got, wait, my bad, my bad. I got one more. I got one more. I forgot. I did forget this one. Gosh dang it, Chase. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Had these sitting in a different pile, my bad. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Those look nice. And then uh, Game of Thrones. Nice. So, yeah, now I'm done. Now I'm done. My okay. Bad. Well, I guess it's my turn. No TTMs, obviously, but I do have some purchases to show you. Um, did some mats. So this is famous American Emily Post. She did the etiquette books and she did columns in the newspaper. Very famous uh, woman. This is Ed Sullivan. Uh, actually matted it with a picture of him and all the Beatles there. So there's that. Uh, picked this up just to flip, basically, because I got it for cheap. It's a Burger's Best. Um, this is... Cy Burger, I guess, picked his favorite cards and they did autograph an autograph series of it. And it's numbered out of 25. So it's Bo Jackson. But got that for a real good price. Just going to flip it for a profit. Um, got this in. Sculpty. Um, signed right here to Dan. Try to tilt this in a way you guys can actually see it. But uh, sign right there. Which his signature is not worth as much as I thought it would be. I guess he signed a ton um, mm-hmm. in the last few years. Uh, this is actually um, a book called Jap- Japanese American Family Album. And it's signed by the person that did the introduction, which is sometimes happens, but it's quite rare. Um, it's signed by George Takai. With a little Star Trek kick. Bye. So, oh my. Yeah, he's gotten real <laughs> popular on Facebook. <laughs> so, as so we signed it, let's keep researching for the highest star. Um, next up, we got two legends. Actually, these are the last ones. So, um, this is Arthur Ashe, signed The Hard Road to Glory, and signed to, I think, Emerson. What it says there. So. Real nice signature there, tennis legend. Now, is that worth more as a cut or in that book? So his signature is actually one that is very sporadic and forged a lot. So you have to weigh that option of do I mat it and trust the signature is going to, you know, prove authenticity itself. I may leave the inscription in because that adds evidence. Or do I leave it in the book with the inscription which is more likely to be authentic. Like people do weigh that stuff out sometimes. So I'm probably going to do a mat and just leave part of the inscription in. That's probably what I'll do, but I haven't decided fully yet. Um, the last one is the French chef cookbook by Julia Child. It's signed right there. So that's a few things I got in. Uh, the next episode that we do should be crazy for me because I've bought a ton of stuff. So look forward to that. Just, All right, a, note, guys. just a note, Zane, uh, 
James Doohan hasn't signed much in the last 15 years, not the last couple of years. So. No, I said the last couple of years of his life. Oh, yeah, yeah you just like, said a couple of years. No, ahead, no, so. I know he's passed away. But, like, it seems like there's a lot of uh, – he had two different signatures. He had his full signature, like, back when he was in Star Trek and a few years, like, decades yeah. after. And then, like, near the end, it was it's kind of scratchy. Yeah, yeah he, was I, doing, he was doing cons before cons were really popular. Like, right. In, he was in doing cons before they were gone. <laughs> 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 well, guys, let's move on to Market Watch. And Mike has that. All right. Market report. This week, I took a look at how like TV shows affect autographs, uh, mainly because the big hype has been around the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, and The Last Dance. Um, it has caused an explosion in the memorabilia uh, industry. Uh, Michael Jordan stuff was always pricey. You know, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Could be the greatest ever, depending on who you're talking to. But anyways, um, his prices have always been up there. But for some reason, his stuff is through the roof with this TV show. Um you're looking at eight by tens. And with Michael Jordan, you want to buy upper deck. Uh, if, you, if you're going to buy, buy something that is upper deck authenticated because he has a, I wouldn't say exclusive, but um, 98% of his stuff should say upper deck on it. Also, I just want to throw in there, if you buy PSA, be careful. People do fake PSA stickers. And if they're going to fake it on anything, this is probably the thing they're going to fake it on. So... That's another good reason to buy UDA. Yeah. So just, I pulled Michael Jordan eight by tens. Um, you're looking at $2,000 for, you know, a, a basic Bulls 23 photograph here. Um, UDA, there's the upper deck authenticated $2,000. Of course, the last shot, you know, if, if you got something iconic, you might be paying a little more. Here's, um, Michael Jordan autograph signed eight by 10 doesn't say anything about uh, certification certification, but it's, you know, the, the famous dunk shot, somebody paid 12, 12 grand for it or uh, 1200. So, but it's not just photos. If you're looking for Michael Jordan basketball, again, Prices have skyrocketed. Wow. Always pricey, um, but I, I think you got them for eight, nine hundred bucks before this. Now you're you're looking double your money of twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, that silver uh, is a premium on that too. Like on basketballs, silver sharpie. That's everybody wants silver sharpie, as long as it's a clean signature. That's what they mm-hmm. want. Or is it paint pen? I can't tell. I uh, can't tell on that one, but it also, it, you know, the difference between these two balls, um, a Nike basketball, or, you know, this, this is like comparing a official Major League Baseball to, you know, one of the Rawlings official balls. Right. You know, people want to pay a premium for an official NBA spawning basketball. So, right. Uh, not just basketballs and photos, but jerseys. Jerseys have really hit a premium with Jordan. Again, always be careful uh, just because it says PSA. And you can run the PSA number, and it may come up as a Jordan uh, Jordan jersey. But just, just be very careful because there are a lot of 
third party authenticator fakes out there. So this is the one I've seen the most fakes of. Um, there's, I'm, there's marketplaces that I surf through that have a ton of fakes. And this is the one Jordan jerseys all day long, 200, $300. Like they sell like multiples a day. So yeah, like this, this market is flooded with fakes. And these, these are the ones that just popped up, but these, these aren't even the nice frame jobs. You know, I've seen some of the, you know, $500 frame jobs where you have it nicely matted with additional photos. Uh, those go for a premium. These are just jerseys thrown in a shadow box basically and still fetching, you know, $5,000. So, um, so with the last dance, you know, Jordan stuff has skyrocketed, but it's not just Jordan. <laughs> How many people heard of Joe exotic before? Hey, I, I told you like a few shows back. I, I know, and <laughs> I listen, so um, nobody's heard of Joe Exotic except, like, maybe a few wrestling people. Uh, he, you know, he had a presidential run. It was short-lived, but um, you probably could have picked up his autograph for pennies on the dollar if they were even out there. Now, people are writing to him in prison and getting $400 for, for that, and it's not just him. Uh, Carol and Howard sign exclusive cards. And those sold out in a matter of minutes. And now they're being resold for hundreds of dollars. Look at that garbage. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, from what I hear, Joe is still signing some, but it, uh, some of the stuff is going through his agent and they're limiting what can get to him now. So uh, this ship might have sailed. But again, this drives the market, a show like that. People are paying hundreds of dollars for that. Now you take a show like Seinfeld that has not been on the air for what, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest shows ever. You can get a Jerry Seinfeld autograph JSA for a hundred bucks. Let's go back here. <laughs> Getting a hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's dual signed. Come on. <laughs> and it's from your favorite cool cats and cool kittens. And let's, be, <laughs> let's be honest. How, how much time does Howard have left? <laughs> I'm surprised that's he made this file with her. But, but, you know, just people are out of their mind. They're paying yeah. $100 for this Carol Baskin card. Her 15 minutes of fame has not expired yet, but you could have a PSA JSA, Jerry Seinfeld, one of the greatest comics, or a Jerry Stiller, a soup Nazi. You could Stiller have... is inflated because he, he usually goes for 15, but yeah. he just passed away. That's why that's so but high. You could but almost have the entire lot of Seinfeld people shown for the price of a Carol Baskin autograph. Yeah, but didn't you hear Carol Baskin just took over Joe Exotic's old uh, zoo? Ooh. She stole it from the other guy that took it from Joe Exotic. So, you know. Well, because Joe owes her millions of dollars, but whatever. Uh, same thing. Uh, MASH, one of the longest running uh, shows on television history, had one of the highest rated finales ever. Uh, you can pick up a Jamie Farr for 8 by 10 for 25 bucks. He's a fantastic TTM signer. Mm -hmm. But again, the show has not been on forever. But just goes to show something that's in the news. Got to, got to spike it. Got to get 100, that hundred bucks. It's the window, you know. So just pulled some mash stuff because I remember that being on television. Um, Mike Farrell also a great signer. 
uh, Alan Alda will sign one. And last, sometimes the news is not always good. Uh, Ruby Rose, who was starring in the, I think it was WB uh, Batwoman series, decided to up and just leave the series and she's not gonna be recast and her prices show it. Uh, you can pick up $6, $8.50, $6. So just because they're in the news doesn't always mean good news. Right. There's one for 45, but you know, that's, it is what it is. So this, the news, keep an eye on it. If, if, you're, if you're buying, maybe if something's hot, it's not a good time to buy. But if you're a seller, jump on it. <laughs> yeah, and if you can predict what's going to be hot, that's where the real money is. If, yeah. you, if you see something coming out and you think, oh, this is going to be big, and it, before it comes out, grab it before it's hot. And then yeah. if you're a seller, that's where the money is. The, the, the Mandalorian. You know, if you yep. got, on, if you got yeah. on that with like Gina Carano before everything exploded. Yep. Uh, I'm going to predict good. the next one's going to be Artemis Fowl. There you go. I'll go get some stuff from him. I think that one's coming on Disney Plus, I think it is. It's kind of the same it's the same idea as the stock market a little bit. You just got to predict where things are going and, and invest where you think the things are going. Um, we're going to move on to the Via Venue Report with Chase. What you got? All right. Well, I looked. Everything other than two cons have been canceled in June. So these will probably be canceled as well, but I'll go ahead and tell you about them. Uh, weekend of June 20th and 21st. Washington State Summer Con is still going, so if you're in that area, you can uh, check that one out. And uh, June 25th through the 27th, Gateway Stargate Con is still going as well. I didn't write down where that one is, but oh, it'll probably be canceled. But yeah, so definitely go to the uh, private signings. There's a bunch of private signings. I just saw uh, two today that were um, that they need either you can purchase them or send in your items the first one they need them by june 11th it was alicia silverstone 70 bucks that's your item or theirs either way and uh, the one that i was kind of surprised about and this one it needs it by june 15th is uh dave batista who was drax and a wrestler i don't i don't follow wrestling so i don't know who he was in wrestling but yeah his are 99 dollars a piece he was Bautista in wrestling. Yeah, uh, was he? <laughs> Original yeah, name. Well. I think it was spelled differently, though. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really cool. Like, if, if I was doing that, I would 100% send something unique that would never have the chance of light of day to get signed by that person, unless you were an IP or maybe. Um, because if you're going to spend that money, I think having something crazy unique would definitely be worth it. Especially Tim Curry. I was thinking about Tim Curry. He signed – we talked about that on yeah, the last I show. You can get creative in July, I think. So yeah, you can get creative with that. You could send something in really cool because he's been in a lot of cool stuff. Um, like a giant balloon. Yeah, a giant <laughs> balloon. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thanks for the Via Venue report. We're gonna move on to the topic for today, which is eBay buying. Just in general, uh, some of the rules that we abide by, some of the recommendations we have, and uh, how to stay away from fakes, which you know obviously is probably the biggest problem in our hobby is forgeries and uh, you don't want any in your collection. I guarantee you every single person on this chat has a forgery in their collection. Um, it's part of the hobby, but we want to limit that as much as possible. So uh, the first subtopic for that is user history. So this is what I stress when I, cause I'm an eBay seller 
and I hate paper COAs. I think they're garbage. Obviously, there's a large segment of the population that will live by them, but I stress research your seller, research uh, what they've sold, their history, their feedback, and that they should have a good guarantee on the item. So um, obviously feedback is a little less important as it used to be. What do you guys do when it comes to researching a seller? Like, how do you go about that? Anybody? I, I do the same thing. Like uh, I was a little hesitant on like those Barry Bonds that I bought a couple months ago. Uh, one was from a really low feedback person, but it was a PSA or JSA in, in caps, you right. know, encased or whatever. Right. And so I was like, that one's okay. But there were also people trying to sell, you know, Ken Griffey juniors for $20 that had low feedback that weren't authenticated. So right. I think, I think, you know, even though eBay is how old, I think there's always going to be new people coming, right? Like maybe their, their dad or uncle had a big collection and they're just trying to clear it out, clear it out. But, you know, uh, definitely authenticated and slabbed stuff would be, especially for the higher end stuff. You know, if you want to take a chance on a $3, whatever, that's one thing, but feedback is, is really important. And I've, I've passed on some things just because it looks good, but where did this person all of a sudden get all of these when they're usually selling cookbooks or something? You know? Yeah. That's one of the things I was going to say is check out what else they're selling. Cause I mean, it could be somebody who, you know, sells other things. And then all of a sudden they get, get some cards that they, they're sell, selling for someone else or something like that. But if you look and they're selling 300 different cards and they're all signed in blue Sharpie, that's first off, that's kind of a question because if you're getting things TTM or if you're getting things in person, they're not always going to be signing with the blue Sharpie. Yeah. So that that's always a flag right there. Everything is, perfect in a blue sharpie hard to get people you know and you, you you have that gut feeling sometimes it's like this is a little off and okay that may happen on one signature but if you go through their stuff and you get that feeling on like 80 percent of their stuff it's almost guaranteed that poor person's a forger like especially if you've been in the hobby for a while that feeling can be trusted especially if you take a large swath of their stuff to go by and i i think if you take time to click on a on an auction, you got to take time to click on who's selling it and, you know, also what, what they're selling. It's not just, Oh, I want to buy this. I click on this and buy it, you know, know, know who you're buying from as much as possible. And not just, not just on eBay, you know, that that's true for any, any Facebook form too. you know, know, know who you're buying from. If it's a brand new user, use a little caution. And know, and know that if they are selling only sports, that one item you're selling, and they have it at a very low price that they, you know they could get more for, and they specialize in that one industry that they're selling, it's not a good sign. Um, now, if, like you said, if they're selling like a few sports cards and antiques, then it's more likely that they just don't know how much the item's worth, and they're selling it for that good price because they're just trying to get rid of it, and they're just not trying to maximize so that's another thing um, if, to look for. If it's too good to be true, it usually is. Um, yeah, yeah what, I actually, what I actually do is there's a guy that I started doing business with. I actually bought a lot from him. But in the beginning, 
I went to his store and looked at all the cards he was signing that were signs. And I was looking for guys that signed TTM that I actually know what their autographs actually look like. Right. And went, oh yeah, that's these are TTM ones. They match right on exactly. Then, like you said, you look at the pen color, and if a lot of the letters kind of look the same or not, like is he actually signing them? And you know, you, you kind of get into that habit. But this guy had so many signed cards that it just it was impossible that he could have done them. Every I, you're I, listening, you know, you're judging by TTMs. Yes, I am. Every TTM if you really must fake. know because I'm a TTM <laughs> expert when they come in. Ew. Um, but that's how I usually judge guys. Right. Um, if this stuff you is can, legit. You can look at their uh, their past sales too if it's been within a certain time frame and look mm-hmm. at what people have bought from them. If if they're selling you know nothing but Mike Trout autographs for 25 bucks you know that throws a red flag but if it's you know a mike trout and other stuff you know that's that's not as bad but you know if you're a forger you know what what's going to sell yeah and you're going to price it low to get rid of it fast right so um that price matters too and i like i would i would actually if they were going to do one thing looking at their past uh history is the most important thing feedback can be brought down by bad shippers you know, this guy may ship in a PWE and uh, when you paid for, you know, tracking, like there's stuff they can do to bring down their rating that doesn't have to do with the authenticity. So, uh, and you can take your risk based on that, but uh, it doesn't really have to do with authenticity. So um, yeah, definitely research what they are selling beyond what you're buying. And I, I, this might be controversial. We'll see, but I have done the PSA quick opinion thing a couple times mm-hmm. and even though they save 48 hours it's like exceeded the auction time like two out of the three times so i couldn't even buy it right was that during COVID? no this was before that and really? so i i won't even spend money on the psa quick opinion and you know it's either authenticated or not it's i see a lot of people using facebook forums for that you know, they'll go in there. What do you guys think about this? And they'll post something to think about buying. So that if you really, if you're going to spend a lot of money on something, um, that that's another good choice to go into a Facebook forum and throw it up there. You're going to get goofballs that say everything's fake. That's what you're going to get in Facebook forums. But you can always take a take a take a chance with the number of people that respond and how many people are saying certain thing. If everybody says it's fake, it's probably fake. And you might yeah, get I've... someone stealing it from out from under you too. <laughs> that's true. That is true. You're taking a chance there. But if it's something that's not hot, if it's something that's just you need something for your set or something like that, it's it's a lot safer to do that. But if yeah, it's like, like a Jordan or something, yeah. Hey, guys, what do you think about this? And oh, everybody's going to say, oh, it's bad. And the next thing you know, all these people are bidding on it. So you're saying everybody's like, uh, it's like a group plan to screw you over. No, I, I don't think that's I've, I've heard some stories about third-party authenticators doing that with the with the quick uh, – review they'll be like no this is this is uh this is fake and then they it magically gets bought <laughs> that's crazy yeah that, that that's happening that's that's nuts i'd like to see some proof on that that's that's crazy and who it was but we'll talk about that some other time I mean, maybe um so let's move on to the next one which is coas and i already voiced my opinion on this i think paper coas are garbage um i think they're just things to make people that buy things feel good like that mean nothing and if it doesn't come with a guarantee it doesn't have to be on a piece of paper if they guarantee something in the in the listing 
um, it's usually pretty solid. So uh, that's what I do with my stuff. I guarantee stuff, anything's denied by a major authenticator, then you can send it back. I'll pay for the shipping. You know, that's the deal. Uh, if they don't have at least that for a certain time period, then that's a, an added risk. Um, but paper COAs are basically garbage. But that's my opinion. What do you guys think? Oh, I totally agree with that because <laughs> anyone can print off the COA. And I remember when I used to go to beginning to go to the COD shows back in 91, there was a guy there had crap load of sign everything. And I remember, you know, I was gullible. I was like 13 years old. And he goes, oh, yeah, these are all real. Here's my COAs. He goes, usually these don't mean anything, but I think you think they're real. So here. Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, look, it's legit. And to this day, <laughs> all those I know is junk. Yep. And I was just the gullible kid. And I still have his COA someplace just laughing at him like I was an idiot back then. Because well, he, he the, admitted that it, these mean nothing. It, yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it appeals to people that just want to hang something on their wall and they don't care. And, and it has a COA, so they're happy with it. That's what it appeals to. Nobody else. Nope. This, this is what I did. Like, it is. It's complete junk. Yep. But to be able to sell something, if I posted this, it's a Howie Long minus anything. The very first question I get from non-collectors, does it have a COA? Right. But if I put that little sticker on there, all it says is uh, autographs for a cure certified and it's got a random number that I can track. Right. And a little little card with the same number. Right. Collectors don't give two craps about that. Nope. But Joe Q public that wants to buy a Howie Long autograph, they'll jump on that just because it comes with that. But that's right. I had to do that because the number one question I always got and I you know, I'll sell stuff. People have been great about buying stuff from autographs for a cure and most of them are collectors and they don't question it. But, you know, I, I moved to an eBay store just so I can reach more customers. Right. And those customers are not collectors. Right. At least most of them. Right. And everyone is, if I didn't post a COA, does it come with one? So I just, I made one up. It's, it's garbage, but yep. I, yeah, I have one too. I have one that I, I don't send out and let my, cause I I'm, I'm hard on that. I'm like, you need, cause I'm talking to collectors most of the time. I'm like, you need to trust the seller and guarantees, not a piece of paper. So I do not send one with everything, but I do have in every single listing. If you request a COA, I will send one. So I also send out garbage COAs, but it's specifically because people will hassle you till no end. Like you said, until you do something about it. Cause you don't have a COA. How do we know it's real? I don't know. Do some research, but regular people don't want to do research and that's understandable. And, it's not their thing. And like what Mike said, even, or actually showed is, was what I was going to bring up was even the, even the foil serialized, you know, numbers, you could buy those. Yeah, totally. Anywhere. I have you, some too. They're right over there. Yeah. yeah. I have a whole roll of them. There you go. <laughs> so, but I, again, you I, perforate I need, it, I, perforate it and put it on a roll right yeah, there. I, I need yeah, it Williams because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something like that. All it says is autographs for a cure certified and it's got a number that I can track. So if someone does have a question, you know, I, you and know I only put it on, it and, yeah. you know, I got this, uh, I, I believe I bought this from Garrett. So, you know, I have no doubt about it. So I, I'm more than happy to put my sticker on it and right. put 
autographs for Akira's name on it. Right. But for Joe Key Public, they have to have that. Yep. And it's it's mind-boggling, but they're not collectors either. Nope. So don't trust was, the COAs, guys. Don't go by that. Go ahead, Chase. No, it's funny. Is it, or there's a, um, a COD show I go is like a monthly show, and they usually have five or six guys signing. And once you – the promoter is always there. Once you go through the line, there's a table at the end, and he has a roll of those little stickers that has his uh, it's cardboard uh, promotions logo on it. And he goes, oh, no, just slap it on if you want, you know, to authenticate your picture. And I was over there. I was in line. I was watching a guy. He walked over, ripped off probably about 30 of them, and just walked away with them. Because <laughs> oh, it was just sitting there. He just went, ripped it, and went. he took off. I'm like, he's just going to throw it on. Absolutely. Anything that he has at his house right now. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just trust the autograph and the seller, not the piece of paper. That's the point of this subtopic. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on to the, the research aspect and how we do our research. When you see a signature, um, what do you compare it to? Uh, is there a good database? I always promote Star Tiger as a great database. Um, it's very cheap to subscribe. You get all those TTM addresses. But for me, it's actually more important to see what people are getting in TTM signed and IP especially. Um, it's a great IP database. A lot, a lot of stuff uploaded on there. Stuff that you maybe couldn't trust if you just pulled it up on Google. There's a lot of stuff mislabeled on Google. But Star Tiger, you specifically click where you got the signature and uh, how you got the signature. So um, what do you guys do to research? What tools do you use? And uh, how long do you spend on it? I mean, is it depending on how much maybe the autograph is worth? Are you uh, Obviously, you're willing to take a chance more if it's a $3 card compared to a $50 card. I do. I mean, I, you I, I'll Google everything um, just to pull up as many pictures as possible. You know, obviously I'd look to see where, where they're being posted. I have star tire up, but if, if you've been in the game long enough, like I bought those Hank Aaron's and I went back and forth, you know, before I pulled the trigger and I actually won the auction um, you know, I took a chance and, and I got three Hank Aaron's. I think I paid like 65 bucks for. Nice. So if, yeah. if they come back, you know, I paid through slab city, 15 bucks a piece. So let's say, what is that? Uh, 45, I'm, I'm in a hundred bucks yeah. on three Hank Aaron's. But if they come back authentic through PSA and they're slabbed, those are now $200 a piece. Right. So and if, if the seller, he probably doesn't have a guarantee, but uh, if the seller did have a guarantee, you would be, if they didn't come back authentic, you would only be out the charge of the fee that costs to get certified. That's what I offer my customers because I think that's important. That's a big, that's a big thing, man. If you get something not authentic, you can get your money back. Like that's huge. So uh, look for that guarantee people. Uh, but yeah, how, how else do you guys research? Oh, I actually go on eBay and um, just search certified autograph of the guy and just compare it that way. But we know through the Bob Dole experiments, you know, there's some certifieds that are, you know, not real. So, I trust people. I trust him. No. Um, fully no, PSA. Yeah. No, not even PSA. It's just um, like Leaf like, like or Tops. Leaf, yeah. like, oh, so the, you're saying like certified. And yeah, not, like, P yeah. not third party ones. Okay, I'm I got gotcha. you. 
you know, inserts that are pulled from packs that are 100%. certified yeah. by the companies. Yeah, that's that's what simple. I go by. Because I was actually looking at a uh, Kevin Apia the other day, and I'm like, because he signs it like R.A. Apia, right. not Kevin. So I was like, oh, that's weird. Then I went and looked at his certified stuff pulled from packs, and that's how he actually signs them. Gotcha. So that's how I do my comparison. That's a good way. Yeah. Hey, Zane, real quick, when you're talking about guarantees, are you talking about the price you paid for it or the price you paid for it and what PSA charged? No, no, I, I wouldn't. No, I would not uh, do the PSA on top. That, I'd be way, losing way too much money if people decided to start returning stuff. I've done this for since 2013. I've sold autographs and I've had maybe two autographs returned from uh PSA, like not authentic, and then customers returned them to me. Both were larger signatures. I think one was a Ronald Reagan, and uh, I don't even remember what the other one was. So, like, the loss on it for a seller is not even that much if you're actually doing your job and making sure you're not selling fakes. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, I don't cover the fee for PSA, but as Mike said, like, just uh, the money getting back what you put into the product alone, I mean, that's a big bonus. Right. Um, but, uh, Chase, do you, uh, do any research? No, not at all. I just go bid on everything. <laughs> Get all the good deals. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm getting Mike traps for five bucks, boys. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. I, I do like what Andy was saying. You know, I go check the, uh, certified cards, you know, as well as, you know, if it's somebody that, you know, I know I've seen TTM or something, it's just a card I need, you know, then you look for that. Just, you know, go through looking at all the autographs that the selling to see, you know, does it match? Does it not match? Um, you know, star tiger is the biggest one really. Yeah. That's what I use. Uh, never underestimate forgers. Also guys, if you think a, a player is too small to be forged, you're wrong. Uh, forgers, it takes literally two seconds to forge a signature. And if they're doing a smaller player, they're probably going to take less time on it. So it's, you know, five bucks five bucks so don't be like well this person's not that famous so i mean it's probably not forged yes there's probably less percentage like chance of it being forged but it doesn't mean that it's not forged mm -hmm. so take that into account too. yeah i mean you just turned a 10 cents card into a five dollar card 100 percent. There, there's also stuff out there that's not authenticated that is absolutely legit and a good deal 100 you, know, you you got to do the research because sometimes people will mislabel it. Like they'll spell the name wrong. Um, sometimes they don't know what they have. So they say, you know, a lot of NBA autographs. Right. And that's all they don't put somebody's name. So, right. so it, sometimes it depends on how, how you search also. And I will say there's stuff that's borderline and you don't know like yes or no and you're never gonna know and you can send it into a psa or uh, beckett or whatever and they're gonna be guessing too because just the evidence isn't there or it's just like borderline for instance my michael jackson like it was at such a good price and sold by somebody that had nothing to do with collectibles it was the one thing with like antiques and stuff so i'm like this is worth taking a chance now, I, there's variations that match. There's variations that don't. This was signed in the 70s, which don't have a lot of examples. Um, so I took a chance, you know. Um, it's worth taking a chance on stuff like that. But you really probably will never know. And even if this gets slabbed, 
like I'm going to be at like 90% on it or 85% because you know that they're judging by the same information you're judging by. They just get paid for it. So um, there's always going to be some iffies in your collection. Um, take chances on stuff that's worth taking chances on. Um, but if you're buying something that's small, there's no reason to take a chance on that. Just, just be smart about it. Be smart. Yeah. Um, let's move on to shipping. And this is the thing that gets people sometimes. Um, there's a few things to watch here. There's a, there's a positive aspect to this and a negative. The negative is always look at shipping because you can get screwed over on it, especially auctions. I found myself self screwing myself over a lot on auctions because you see that little bidding price and that's the one you pay attention to the most. And sometimes I forget to look at the shipping price to add in. I'm like, oh, this is how much I'm going to be paying because I'm sitting there trying to calculate how much am I willing to go on the bid. Like that's where your focus is. So sometimes that slip, that shipping price slips by you, uh, and it can be astronomical sometimes, um, especially the out of country stuff, which is usually in italics, so it stands out. But if you don't pay attention to it, sometimes you're paying, you know, twenty, thirty bucks on top of what you're paying um, for the item. So watch that. And then Mike brought up uh, you can actually combine things he brought this up before the show sorry uh, that you can actually combine things and save on shipping so com c i think would be the most recognizable thing for this a lot of people buy stuff from com c for trading cards and if you go on ebay uh, actually they've changed a lot of their stuff to free shipping haven't they but back in the day everything had a shipping price so it's four dollars on top uh, of the regular price but if you bought multiple things everything after was free so you can clean up, especially when you're buying low-end trading cards. Um, it's almost guaranteed you're going to buy multiples at that point. If, if it's $4 per card, you're going to buy multiples to save. Um, so what's your guys' experiences with shipping? Baseball Card Exchange does the same thing. They sell a lot of autograph stuff, and I think they have three different accounts. They're so big. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll do the same thing. They're like, boop, it's all combined. And so I usually do three or four or more from them when I do them, and they're really fast. and totally it works out so how about you yeah, guys? The, guy, go ahead. yeah the guy i deal with on ebay i mean he always charges three bucks per card to ship but he sends it in a bubble wrapper and but it, that's why i buy multiple because it's the first one's three dollars and each additional is ten cents right so it, it so it actually makes me want to buy more exactly that's a, so i that's, use the same trick that's yep. the thing because it's yep. like all right i'm all right, it's only ten cents more you know it's a five dollar card. It's only going to cost me ten cents on top. Right. Ah, I'll throw it in my basket. Oh, exactly. I'll throw this one. And just, but um, he's really good about sending stuff out. And I, I think his pricing is reasonable. I mean, you come across some guy, but I saw on Mike's um, Jordan eight by tens. I mean, it's like eight dollars to ship it. Yeah. I would think if you're buying, you know, a four thousand dollar pitcher, <laughs> the shipping would be a hell of a lot more because yeah because you want to insure it and, yeah, yeah you want to hand deliver it like it's i would fly out and give it to someone for that yeah <laughs> i don't know what i mean it's different philosophies on that stuff some people you'd, you'd be surprised how some people ship stuff that's worth a lot of money they're just happy to sell it and they get it out and they don't even think about the risks of shipping but Did yeah if you're, if you're in the pwe <laughs> Dude, you'd be surprised. I've got some very high. Okay, so I got that Warren Buffett signed shirt. I don't know if I showed that on the show. Yeah, I have a shirt. Can. Yeah, okay. So I have a shirt signed by Warren Buffett. Like it's worth like fifteen hundred bucks, right? So I bought it from a guy, and he shipped it in a freaking um, like car seat box with barely any wrapping, and it's got freaking glass. Yikes. I don't know how it like it got here in one piece, 
but it did. <laughs> um, people just don't think about that stuff sometimes. There's, there's people that are proactive on shipping and there's people that are lazy or maybe just don't think of it at all. I don't know. But, but you know, it's funny. There's one guy I was dealing with for a while and he shipped my stuff out really fast, but he aggravated me every time because the top loader, you always put masking tape across it. And it would take me 20 minutes just to get that tape off to get the card out because I don't want the tape on there. No, you want so painter's like, tape, guys. Yeah, I know. The, this, this other guy uses painter's tape and it comes right off. This yep. guy would put like three layers of mat and it used to drive me free. I stopped buying from him because it just aggravated me <laughs> way too much. So let's go over some of the things I've been shipped items in. Uh, cereal box, very common. Mm. People will use a cereal box to ship books because I buy a lot of books. Um, gosh, I've had every box under the sun, actually. If you think about shipping boxes, every like fruit box, um, I've had things like basically wrapped in a like plastic bag you would get at the store and then taped over the plastic bag. Those are fun because you don't know if you're cutting into the product and you have to cut into it to get into it. Uh, I've seen duct tape over priority boxes. That was one that was fun. So, I mean, shipping, it gets crazy when you're dealing with people that just want to get rid of stuff. They'll just get it out the door any way they can. Um, yeah, and we, we actually, a, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say we had a viewer, uh, I am us for yes. the uh, Facebook page. I was about to bring it up. Uh, Robert, I believe, uh, submitted something, said he got something shipped to him in Saran Wrap. Yep. Saran wrap, guys. <laughs> so uh, don't be shocked when you get some bad shipping on eBay. It's kind of their thing. Like you, uh, Macari is actually worse. If you buy a Macari, it's it's the amateurs of the amateurs. So uh, it's gonna happen, and it's kind of funny when it happens. I, I make fun of as long as my product isn't destroyed. Oh, one time I had a book that got mixed in with somebody that was shipping laundry detergent, and so, and so this wasn't the shipper's fault. But it was basically wrapped up in brown paper. It wasn't a great wrap job. But because it was not a great wrap job, the uh, somebody else's detergent leaked, got all over the packages. And since mine wasn't in a box, uh, that book was damaged with laundry detergent. It smelled great. Don't get me wrong. It was a great smelling <laughs> book. But it doesn't help when uh, it's like got goo all over it and stains of the goo. So that became a cut signature. Um, yeah, shipping. You just gotta watch. Did you get your money back on it or anything? No, because it was. I, I I'm a seller, so I have actual like empathy for those people that like ship something out and something gets damaged by the post office. And I'm like, that's the post office. That's not that seller. I'm not gonna ding that guy. I get that all the time. Like if, if the post office messes up, I obviously have to cover it. I think it's bull, but that's why that's how it is. I'm not gonna do that to somebody else. So that's the seller role. I'll, I'll tell you a funny one was a couple of years ago my post office that I use a lot, they were closed for a day, like on like a Tuesday. And I'm like, the hell's going on? The next day I go in, I go, you know, what happened? You guys were closed yesterday. He goes, yeah. He goes, we had a package that broke open and we released 50,000 crickets in the oh, building. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't realize it was like live animals in it and it like oh, fell nice. and the package just completely opened. And he said, they read the shipping. It was 50,000 crickets. They had to like fumigate the place. Yeah. And you can ship live animals. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that you can like baby chicks even. And like, there's a lot of stuff you can ship like live animals. Oh, I was um, don't ship an me. ant though. If you, if you ship ants, you can get into serious trouble. Really? How did yeah, they get my they, uh, ant farm to me? Well, it, <laughs> it's probably depending on the type of ants it is. I don't know why we need to discuss this. But <laughs> 
because they're an invasive species. Really? Is this a Texas they, thing? They get it's out. Gotta be. <laughs> no, it's seriously. We don't like ants in these parts. Yeah. No, you those ship red it. ants. You can ship them within the state. Okay. And, but yeah, like if you're shipping ants, some like out of the country, or you know, across country, yeah, you can get into. Seriously. Make sure you check your TTMs for ants, people. You will get in big trouble if you ship a TTM and it has ants. I, well, I don't know why our shows colony. last three hours. I don't or, either. <laughs> or if you do ship ants, do your research. Do your research, guys, on your ants. Make sure it's the right ants. And they're authentic ants. Um, okay, guys, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. I'm cutting it off here. We're moving on from the topic. We're going on to the giveaway winner. The giveaway winner for this show is Aiden W., Congratulations, Aiden W. You have won a authentic signed, I think, Pirates lineup card. Or... Praise. Praise. There it is right there. So the Brewers, sorry. The Brewers. Uh, Padres and Brewers. Yeah, Padres and oh, Brewers. Okay. So congratulations, Aiden. That'll be going off to you ASAP. And this next giveaway, I believe, is, is it sponsored? It is. It is sponsored by Slab City Sports Cards and Collectible. Our friend Garrett and Tiffany, who have a basic submission coming up on June 20th. $15 will get you a basic submission, which will be encapsulated. It looks like this. The card is not graded, but it will say authentic. And this is actually the giveaway this week. This is a 1966 Tops Larry Durker. That is encapsulated, authenticated by PSA, which Garrett uses. So if you guys want to get in on the June submission, I believe the cutoff is June 20th. It's $15 basic submission. They will authenticate your card and encapsulate it in this nice little case. PSA, um, I believe he requires you to submit three items as a minimum to get free shipping back to you. So uh, contact Garrett with any questions. That's over at Slab City Sports Cards and Collectibles. Uh, the link is on our page, www.graffersaa.com. And if you guys want to enter to win that Larry Durker, all you have to do is go to, again, our website, graffersaa.com, fill out the form and answer this question. Um, what do you accept for a COA? So I know our stance on COAs, but I'm interested to see what the community thinks on COAs. Do you actually keep certain COAs? Um, is there a standard that you go by? Uh, does it have to be a professional company for you to keep it? Or do you keep some, like some people that you buy from regularly? Like let's say you bought from me regularly and you request a COA every time. Um, if you trust that company, do you keep the COA? If you buy from, yeah, Mike, do you keep that COA? I, I'm interested to see what you guys trust and what you don't trust or what you keep and don't keep. So answer that question over there and you'll be entered to win the Larry Durker. And if, um, if, you, if you have bought from me and you submit, I will not be offended if you throw it away. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's, it's basically fan. Uh, it's, uh, it's buyer. It's for the buyers that usually aren't collectors. We've, we've gone over that. If you guys are collectors and you get a COA from us and you throw it away, it's fine. Um, moving on to the case against nominations, guys, we got eight people up here. We're going to limit it down to two. Once you get it down to two, you guys can go vote on who you want us to scrutinize on the TTM front. Um, 
and you can vote on that on Facebook and Twitter. So this week we have Steve Young, Amy Sedaris, Ed Asner, Jacqueline Bassett, Jason Alexander, Tommy Chong, Billy Crystal, and Dick Van Dyke. Who are we knocking off the list? I'm saying Amy Stairs and crap. Maybe Ed Asner. Yeah, I think the Asner's going to go. Asner's so good with his yeah. inscriptions. We can't do that to him. I, I don't want to break his heart if he watches this and <laughs> he gets all sad and. Why do they think you're fake? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying Santa. Shining. <laughs> yeah. I was an op. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's anything that we learned when we do the case against, there is a chance they'll stop signing directly after we get done doing the segment. <laughs> so that is a possibility. <clears throat> Tommy Lee. Um, yeah, right. So um, Ed Asner and Amy Steers, cut them. Cut. I'm good with cutting them. Okay. So that leaves Steve Young. Jacqueline Bassett, Jason Alexander, Tommy Chong, Billy Crystal, and Dick Van Dyke. I want to leave Dick Van Dyke on. I think Dick Van Dyke is – I think we should put him in. There's so much talk about it, and I think the community shifted toward a certain way, but it'd be interesting to actually dig into it. Let's, let's do it before it's post-mortem too. That'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be good. Um, so we'll put Dick Van Dyke. Is everybody okay with that? Yeah. Putting him in there? Sure. Okay. So you guys discuss the next one, because since I kind of threw him in the finals, who do you guys want to see go up against Dick? I kind of <laughs> like the Billy Crystal. Crystal, but, it's a, that's a classic, another classic. Yeah, but has he been signing? That's, yes, he, he just got some returns there's back. There's a couple. With inscriptions, not the stamp. Yeah, pers- personalized mm-hmm. inscriptions that came back. Yep, which mm-hmm. is good evidence. You can go off inscription uh, handwriting. Anyway. Um, another interesting Tommy Chong has signed for a long time. That'd be a big one if we were to do some evidence. And I, I'm not saying I've seen any, but like it'd be interesting. The Jason Alexander, that signature change. We talked about that a few shows ago. Uh, I think we should do Billy Crystal. He's put put a couple A-listers against a each other. Titans, TTM Titans yeah. against each other. <laughs> yeah, some some big names. Does anybody have plus, a problem with that? No, plus I haven't thought about Billy Crystal in a couple of years. So. <laughs> he hasn't hosted the Oscars in a few <laughs> he hasn't years. Done anything. That's what he does now is he hosts the Oscars. Um, okay, so everybody's good with Billy Crystal versus Dick Van Dyke. Good? Yes. Ding, ding. That's who you guys have to choose from. I'm interested to see who you guys are going to pick. Uh, Dick Van Dyke versus Billy Crystal. Um, we know that Billy Crystal has a – is it auto pin or stamp? I think it's auto stamp. pin, right? Yeah. Stamp, I think. Or spank, spanky, spanky yeah. tailor. So he has a, a stamp, or I, I think it's a, it's a stamp or auto pin. Anyway, we're not going by that. We're going by the inscribed photos that are hand signed. So uh, that's what you're voting on. Um, who do you want us to see criticize? Who do you want us to criticize uh, on the TTM front the next episode? Dick Van Dyke or Billy Crystal. Moving on, we have fanatic feedback, and we actually already mentioned it. Uh, Rob sent in that question, uh, or that uh, feedback, basically, that he got in that saran-wrapped card 
through, I think it was eBay or maybe it was a Facebook trade. I can't remember exactly which one, but uh, no audio phonetic feedback. So guys, go to our website, graphersaa.com. It's right there. It's right behind me if you're watching the video. Right there, voicemails, graphersaa.com. Click phonetic feedback, record a phonetic feedback, and we'll play it on the show. So go do that. Uh, time for the Reaper Report. These are the people that passed away over the last couple of weeks uh, that you may know. Uh, Wes Unseld. We have uh, Chris Truesdale. Is that, am I saying that right? Um, then we have Jimmy Caps, Bobby Morrow, Bonnie Pointer, and Richard Hurd. So those are just a few people that passed away that were celebrities over the last couple of weeks. Um, actually, my source has a lot of people, but they're minor, so we don't mention them on the show because we'd be here all day listing people that passed away. So I try to pick out the biggest names. Um, okay, guys, that wraps up the show. Uh, it's time for promotions. Um, Chase, starting out with you. Promote your stuff. Uh, Jason Inc. on YouTube. Go to the uh, Graffers AA. should be a link there. Uh, Instagram as well. Uh, I got Q&A Wednesday. Um, today's Q&A will be Q&A number 100. It's a special one, so you might nice. want to tune in or you might not. <laughs> I love his QAs, guys. Check them out. They're great. And you use some from like the old days, too. So some people passed away, right? Did you have their yeah, well, I've pretty much all my – the older ones are – or I've already gone through them. Gotcha. I was actually going alphabetical order. Um, like alternating like actor, actor, baseball, football until I ran out of some. So now it's basically all the newer ones that's been coming in. So Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll go back and watch the old ones too because they're great. Um, let's go with Troy. Well, you can find me. I'm still alive and kicking <laughs> on YouTube and on Instagram as TTM Autograph. Haven't posted in a while. Uh, been kind of concentrating on, uh, well, losing about 30 pounds since I think we recorded last or I awesome. was on the show. So congratulations. Yeah. So been working on that and trying to get things are still coming in. I got a big stack of stuff, but yeah, TTM autograph and TTM autograph.com is where you can find me. So. so I do this thing called the autograph diet where I spend so much money on autographs. I can't afford food. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's go with Andy. Oh, I want to promote eBay.com. I mean, they sell a lot of signed autograph. <laughs> they need promotion. Nobody knows about them. <laughs> and, <laughs> now, um, you can try and find me on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find them, guys. Just guess. It, just it type in high. anything. You're never going to find me on there. Just Andy may pop up. Go on the uh, – click on the link on the Autographs Anonymous website, and maybe one of these days you'll actually see an updated video of stuff that I didn't show earlier. One day. And once I get motivated, I will do it. <laughs> Mike. Uh, of course, everyone is on graphersaa.com. But if you want one of these bad boys, one of these awesome autographs, Frank here, certified COAs, uh, check out www.autographsfrankhere.com. I've uh, been getting these back in. So I've been resending to the people saying, you know, you agreed to sign some stuff, so here it is. Please send it back. So hopefully we'll get some eight by tens rolling in. So um, just something for you guys to think about too. If you guys send cards or four by sixes and don't want to spend money, maybe a 
autograph RSVP, ask them if they want to send some eight by tens. Just saying. And if you buy from autographs for a cure, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm sure Mike will do it. Um, if you do want a COA and you're a collector, maybe he'll write on it. This doesn't mean anything, or this is garbage. <laughs> Uh, and then sign his name. That'd be a fun little piece of memorabilia for you. You could do the same thing for me. But but you got to buy something from the store. I mean, that's that's the way it rolls, right? So you can check out uh, bargainhistory.com for my eBay store where we sell autographs and collectibles. Uh, Lots of cut signatures, guys. So if you're into doing some map pieces or just collecting an entire cast, lots and lots of vintage cut signatures right now. Um, So uh, also check out fabricfobs, fabricfobs.com. That's basically a keychain with a piece of celebrity uh, clothing in it, uh, personal clothing from classic actors, and then a lot and a lot, a lot of screen used memorabilia. So go check that out, fabricbobs.com and uh, graphersaa.com. That's a podcast link. That's where you can find everything. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. And you take care, all of you autograph addicts.